You're listening to the Chapel Students Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Chapel Students Podcast. This is KJ, and we've got episode eight coming at you. But before we get to that, I gotta say, I'm so stoked about what's going on in Chapel Students right now. We've got so many awesome groups that just launched or relaunched in February, and a bunch of them are being led by students. That's you guys. And I just think that's absolutely bonkers. It's crazy. Groups like Find Arts and Freedom, Creative Word, and Focused Faith all have students helping to lead them, and I couldn't be more proud of you guys. I'm telling you, this is the place to be. Chapel students. Man, there's so much happening right now. March is here. Spring is just around the corner. March madness is coming up. Warmer weather, longer days. Easter. You guys, we're coming out of the winter slump. Thank goodness. I am so ready for a new season change. I just can't even tell you. I'm so excited about it. But today, you guys are in for a real treat. I know I always say that, you're in for a real treat, but this time, like, truly, I super mean it. I'm super excited because today's episode is going to be so rad. We've got some of the Chapel Kids team here in the studio. We've got Emily Gates and Jack Ellswick, everybody. Come on. What's up? Make some noise. How are you guys doing? So good. Good. Excited to be here. Man, thanks, you guys, so much for carving out time in your busy schedules to spend time with me in our great studio here. 100%. We're so busy. You guys are busy. This is, you guys are busy because VBS is starting like way earlier than it usually does. So Mm -hmm. I know you're just joking, but you actually are busier right now. Yes. (laughs) We are. Wow. I are you guys like out of a scale of like one to ten of like stress with now VBS is two months earlier. Where are you right now? Hmm. Ten being just my brain is going to explode, and one is like I'm good. Well, we had a super exciting decorating meeting today, which is only exciting probably to us, but it made me go from like an eight to like a like a five. I feel great about it. Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I'm excited. I think we're as prepared as. We have been in the past, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Wow! Mm-hmm. And what's the theme for VBS this year? It's monumental, so it's like a Southwest exploration. Think Ooh, like Arizona. Grand Canyon, things Tex-Mex. like that. Yeah, not Tex-Mex. I mean, maybe maybe in snack for snack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take Tex-Mex. them to Chewy's. <laughs> That's incredible! Wow. Okay, man, monumental. Yeah, and so just real quick, weird plug. That's not what this p- podcast is about today. But if anyone here. It has like a younger sibling, or if there's a parent listening, give a quick plug for VBS. When does registration go live? Do you guys have any of that information? Yeah, or? registration goes live um, April 24th, and okay. VBS is going to be three days this year. It's June 27th to the 29th, and I think uh, VBS can be just more than just for our elementary school students. Um, it can also be for your students as well. We love having um, students come and help us at VBS, and last year we had to cut it off because we had too many middle schoolers 
in high schoolers helping yeah. out. Which what a is great just problem crazy. to have. Yeah. That's so cool. So great. Man, I love that. It is really cool being a part of EBS and uh, seeing all the student helpers like doing the dance motions or leading little kids, like holding their hands, <laughs> taking them out to games out in the field. Like, it's the best. It's the best to see. I love that. I'm so sad I won't be able to be at VBS this year. Yeah. Uh, we'll baby. Miss you. We're not baby talking is... about it. <laughs> baby is We're due. I'm going to find a way to sneak her here and get her on stage, like do yes. a little Simba moment and like yeah. hold her up on stage and then she'll run be a week away. old and already gone to VBS. <laughs> yeah. That's my goal. <laughs> the ultimate church kid. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate church. She's the monumental mascot. Wow. wow. I love it. That's, a, that's, it. that's good. Name idea? I don't know. Monumental mascot. Okay. You cannot name her I monumental. I can't name her monumental mascot. Okay. Jack, great. Thank Great you. suggestion. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's actually not why you're here. That's right. You guys are here today to talk to us about something really cool, mm-hmm. and that is the Chapel Kids Internship. That's right. Tell us about the Chapel Kids Internship. I've got a couple questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we, well, actually, before we get to the Chapel Kids Internship, some of the people listening, parents, students, first-time guests on the pod, they might not know anything about Chapel Kids. Like, I, I sometimes, when you guys share at staff meeting, like, some of the updates or how many kids were here this weekend, this and that, it just blows my mind. We can be so focused on, you know, our own lives or our own ministries and then not really know what else happens on a Sunday. So how many kids are like would you say attend chapel kids we have four weekend services here we have two at scott's edition what's it been like the 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 state of chapel kids if you will yeah i think the past couple weeks it's been a steady like 450 kids at this campus on a sunday morning so that's Mm -hmm. like not even counting what's happening down at scott's edition they've gone to two services and they're growing like crazy uh but we're seeing about 450 kids from nursery to fifth grade Mm -hmm. so this place is wild but we have a ton of fun yeah we do Wow, 450 kids, mm-hmm. future chapel students. Yeah. Amen. That's pretty awesome. Is Let's there like go. a is there a grade or an age that's like way larger than the others? Yeah, you should be scared. The kids that are 2 right now are coming in numbers. So, <laughs> yeah. most 2-year-olds, I don't know how long it'll take them you to get to be you. Scared. But <laughs> <laughs> about 10 more years. 10 more wow. years. Great. You've got a big crew coming. Okay, I'll be 44. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> don't let's not talk about it oh, okay my. 450 kids do you guys have a lot of leaders or are you guys always looking for more leaders i know growth track is a great place for people if they're looking to get involved with chapel kids even if they're a teenager or an adult growth track is like go there learn all about the team how they can jump in but how are like how are you guys doing with leaders right now um, we've got about 160 leaders, which feels like a lot, but we always need more. I think mm-hmm. I've decided like we're always going to be in a place where we need and want more leaders because more leaders just means more relationships are happening with kids. Come so on. There's more like, kids being born. Right. <laughs> There's always more kids. We're hey. always growing. KJ has entered KJ the is chat. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're a part of the problem. Well, <laughs> that's so amazing. I had a student uh, the other day um, at First Wednesday uh, came up to me afterwards when everyone was eating donuts and they said, uh, he said, hey, can I help out in Chapel Kids? Do you think I'm mature enough? And I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. You should totally help in Chapel Kids. I don't know if you're mature enough. Just kidding. I did. He's totally ready. And uh, it was cool to just, man, to see a student who mm-hmm. wants to help. I mean, the adults, 
us, you guys are like cool to kids, but I think some of the coolest leaders to to kids is are like people who are just a phase or two ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we're cool, sure, but then like wow, a high schooler coming to help me in elementary school. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest deal the ever. Thing. It's the biggest thing. Totally. Man, that's so cool. Okay, uh, what does a Sunday look like for your team? Like, what what time do you guys get here? What what goes into it? Well, Sundays, like Emily said, are wild and crazy and fun. Uh, Emily and I get here about six thirty in the morning, uh, but no one else has to do that. It's just us, um, and uh, it's truly wild. You either will be in our pre K hall with the teeny tiny tots who are just, um, you know boogers and slides and you know poopy diapers and great fun or you'll be in elementary sounds a lot like youth group (laughs) just kidding guys (laughs) or you'll be in elementary um which is like all like fart jokes and funny voices and dancing and like it's the best. Sounds a lot like you. Like you <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like you. You like Chapel Kids. You'll Sounds like Chapel Motion students. Night. Got it. <laughs> okay. Wow. And you guys and you guys still have kids ministry at the 430 service. We sure do. Wow. No no kid is overlooked. That's so no. awesome. Like no every way. every service is just as important as the other ones. Mm-hmm. Man, I love that. That's so cool. What is your favorite part about Chapel Kids? I think for me, it's just seeing kids excited to come to church um, mm. and seeing kids like it's a place where they have fun and they laugh. But um, at the last first Wednesday, we had a little girl, girl come up to us and she just told us, you know, that she had accepted Jesus and she had prayed, prayed her prayer. And that those moments are so special because, yes, they're excited to share that with their family. But she couldn't wait to come and share that with the adults that she knows that care about her at church. Wow. Mm hmm. That's those are moments you live for. Like yeah. that's just like you sometimes can get lost in the weeds of some stuff you do or things that are going on or emails or meetings. But then when you when you have moments where a kid is like, I'm connecting the dots mm-hmm. and I need you to know, like it just shows that the investment you've made in them just really counts. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so cool. Meet kids where they are and like Jack makes comments about you know we poopy diapers or you know making fart jokes but we just kind of meet them at the stage that they're at but yes. they can learn about mm-hmm. jesus wherever they are and yes. it's just been really cool cool to see like the number of kids that are like finding jesus like our last group of baptisms i think almost 50 percent of them were elementary students yeah. which is just like so cool for the church to see what's happening in you know, outside of the auditorium is just as important as what's happening um where the adults are mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of baptism services is when if i'm getting to do them bringing the stool in i love (laughs) bringing this dumb little stool that always floats to the top we have to like put our foot on it to keep it down but it's so cool for those kids to just like pop up over the edge and just be like hey like i'm here like it's just so cool to like be a part of and and just care for them even in that little way Mm -hmm. of like hey we want people to be able to see you and you see them like it's such a big deal kind of thing Mm -hmm. Man, uh, Jack, how or or Emily, I guess, how did you land in kids ministry? Like, why kids ministry, and not something else? Like, what about kids ministry? Like, really, just drew you in? Um, it was a it was a long journey for me to get to kids ministry. I started off in uh, student ministry. I That's right. I got my degree in. I was a an intern for a summer and a half here in student ministry. That's right. Yeah. Um, you interned during 2020, the worst <laughs> year to be an intern in student ministry Absolute with Zoom worst. youth group and 
tasing myself and all that don't stuff. Don't talk about Zoom youth group. It was I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to ever go back to that. Never, and we never will. Um, but uh, Second Summer Knock here. Yeah, it was him knocking on the table. This is not a visual platform. Um, and uh, Second Summer here, I did Chapel Kids, and I was like, oh, this is it. Kids are, like, way cooler than students. Sorry about it. Sorry about it, but they, like, are. So, yeah, 100%. Well, you're going to have to pay for that comment. <laughs> okay. You know you're on the Chapel Students podcast right now? Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, there is something special about kids. It's just totally, it's a different world. It's like the mm-hmm. same, but different. It's yeah. su- more so different than the same. Mm-hmm. But it's been cool for me because you were one of my interns slash the only intern that summer. Uh, <laughs> and then to now see you in kids, to see you have done both and to see how you're like, if it's like a roller coaster, like strapped in and then just going up the hill. Like it's so cool to see how you've done so well in both departments. And I, I'll speak for Emily. Like you've done just so much mm-hmm. here. I won't yeah. speak for Emily. She can even just say, but it's been cool to see you're like, Oh yeah, I'll jump into kids. And what you've done while you've been here has been really neat. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. It's been a, and a, been a blast to have him on the team. I'm glad you chose our side <laughs> <laughs> our side okay oh, man cut um <laughs> what uh and again uh i just wanted to ask you guys some of these questions because people listening sometimes just it just helps them get to know who you are they see you on sundays or they see you at first wednesday or maybe helping out at motion night which again isn't even your department you guys are just helping because you're passionate about this place and the people here but i've had so many people students ask me uh, what do you, so, okay, you work <laughs> on Wednesdays or like you're here on Sunday, but what do you do during the week? So I just felt like students should just a know that you're here every day of the week, except for Mondays, we're off Mondays and Saturdays. We're not here then, but like, what do you, what does it look like a day in the life in your shoes? What do you guys do during the week? Cause people might just think, oh yeah, Jack and Emily, they just work Sunday mornings and they just, oh yeah, of course it's motion night. They have to be here, but you don't, but you still do. So what do you guys do during the week? I think that's like my favorite question because everyone asks like, what's your real job? And I'm like, this, this is my real job. And it's like a joy and an honor to like work at a place that I love and want to spend time at. But I wish I could say like, oh, my week looks the same every week. But I think what I've learned in ministry is every day looks different. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have lots of different meetings. We have lots of planning, planning for VBS, different things that are happening on Sundays. We spend a lot of time hanging out with our leaders and investing in families. Um, So there's not really like a set schedule that I can say like, oh, this is what Mm -hmm. we do on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. But it's just we go with the flow and meet people where they're needed. Yeah. All three of us just, like, work with people. Like, that's really our job is, like, loving people. And so when you just work with people all the time, your schedule just looks like other people's schedules, you know? That's so right. And even – I've never really super thought about this, but uh, when you look at Jesus – he did a lot of the same things, but no two days were the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one totally. day he's like teaching in a house and people are tearing the roof off. And mm-hmm. then like the next day he's walking on water. And mm-hmm. then the next day he's raising someone from the dead. But all of it involves mm-hmm. people and he's serving people, but he met them where they were. So like, it's just exactly what you said. Oh yeah, we meet these volunteers here or we do this or we plan this meeting so that mm-hmm. we can do this thing to care for people. Cause I think church can be, so confusing to people or like 
awkward or especially in your department when you've got parents and kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in me, I've got parents and students and people are just, you have to engage with the parents and make them feel good and engage with the kids and make them feel good and safe and like they're a part of what's going on. Man, you guys are the best to do it. So uh, again, if you ever see Jack or Emily around and you want to talk to them, um, definitely say hey to them or swing by and let them know um, how good of a job they're doing um, because what they do is so hard um, and takes a really big toll um, on them uh, and they just do it always with smiles and just they love the Lord and they love his people and they're just the best at it. So thank you guys again for everything you guys do, both seen and unseen. It makes a huge difference around here. Thanks. I appreciate that. And now... To the point of the podcast. So that just lets everyone get to know you guys a little bit more. But now we are moving on to the Chapel Kids internship, which is really exciting because uh, this involves Chapel students. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we had you guys on today because uh, this ties both of our ministries together where you guys and like Chapel Kids, Chapel students hold hands to impact the greater church community. Mm -hmm. So I thought I would ask you guys a couple questions because we might have parents listening who want their student to apply for the internship, or there might be a student who is listening to this right now and wants to apply. And so we came up with a, or I came up with a a couple questions to have you guys explain it better, because this isn't something that we necessarily talk about during a message or uh, it's so much that won't fit in an Instagram caption, right? So this is like the place to get all the internship information. Mm -hmm. So just to kick it off, what is the internship? Like what is the Chapel Kids internship? Yeah, hundred percent. So, I mean, Chapel Kids, we're a part of the larger chapel. And so just like the chapel itself, we're about three things, having people know God, find freedom and make a difference. And this was all about believing that students could make a difference right where they're at. In fact, they already are, but we thought let's give them an opportunity to make even more of a difference because yeah. I remember being a teenager and just wondering when my life was going to begin, when I was going to be able to help people and really make a change where I'm at. And we believe that you can do that right now, no matter who you are or what age you are. In fact, the Bible says the same thing. It says, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but instead set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love and faith and impurity. And that means that right now you can lead leaders. You can lead us, you can lead kids, you can lead your peers. And so this was birthed out of that idea. And we believe that it's going to be amazing. Wow. I couldn't have said that better, <laughs> which is why I asked you Great. because that just, that nailed it. Like, and an internship, uh, opportunity is the perfect place for students to like, kind of like spread their wings a little mm-hmm. and yeah. see what it means to, to get involved and to be like, I, I remember, and I'm sure Emily, like you can say yes or no, but just being a teenager and being like, so am I like useful now or <laughs> yeah. like, can I do anything now? Or it's like, mm-hmm. I want like, I, I don't know. There's just, there's just such a culture here that says, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Oh, you want to do this? Sure. Let's go. Come on. Like, let's come, do it. Come do it. Like, yeah. no, let's make as little amount of roadblocks as possible so yeah. that you can get involved and see the Lord move and work in your life through the things that you're doing to bless other people. Mm-hmm. That's like such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. How long has this internship lasted? Like, is this a, an ongoing thing? Is it, is it uh, years long? Is it new? Is this the first round? Like, tell us about it. 
So we started it last summer and we had nine interns and it was it was great. It was just something that we were like tossing around an idea in the office and it just kind mm-hmm. of uh, became a thing out of that. Yeah, it just and happened. Yeah, it really just happened. I remember that day. I, it was the end of the day. And it was 4.30 p.m. I mean, like, so you guys ready to leave? And I was like, well, we got to make this application real quick because this is going live tonight. tonight. And I was just like, what's happening? What yeah. is like, going by on? By the way, I'm walking on the student stage to promote it. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I remember that. I remember that. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we had a ton of fun last summer. We had nine interns, and it was really cool. We had six girls, three mm-hmm. guys, and they just got to kind of learn what it's like to be in ministry, be in kids' ministry. Um, we got to have some trainings with our pastors, um, some leadership lunches, just some fun hangouts. And it was just cool to see the friendships that came out of it, but also cool to see you know, the people who decided, hey, like I think I actually might be interested in going into ministry and just explore different things that— I think I want to be a leader. I think I want to serve in this capacity, but I've never had the chance to, let, you know, we just kind of let them, let them go and, you know, give them, give mm-hmm. them room, give them room to find out what they love doing. And then a bunch of them stuck around for yeah. even longer. We were like, you want to stay? Great. We want you, you to didn't stay. hate this. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're all in. We loved him. Like, oh, we love y'all. Great. And we- that's such a tribute to you guys because you guys helped make like a thing that like could maybe seem unglamorous or just like you're just working and serving people all the time now it's like a no we we loved doing that Mm -hmm. we want to do more of it and it's like what that's crazy yeah we have five interns that are still with us and they show up at seven o'clock every single sunday morning and it's really cool i think i thought that at some point they'd get tired of it but it's really cool just to see that they love leading they Mm -hmm. take ownership in it um Jack and I were both gone two weeks ago mm-hmm. on a Sunday, and they kind of led the whole thing. And it was really cool to get a text from you, KJ, just to hear like, oh, you're like, the interns killed it. They ran the whole Sunday. And how cool that we have high schoolers running running a ministry for us. And I feel confident that I can be gone. And they took over. Yeah, was here, worried. can confirm. <laughs> yeah. it, it went flawlessly. They Let's nailed go. it. It was really, that is cool. I remember one of the first times I left chapel students or I was at Orange Conference or mm-hmm. something, and I just had leaders run the show without me here. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Please don't burn the building yeah. down. Please, kids, don't just, like... I just imagined all the teenagers just duct-taping leaders to, like, <laughs> the lampposts and things, but then just to come back and get a text and, like, everything went perfectly. Everything was amazing. Like, that's just a really great feeling as a leader to know that the people you've been leading get it and know what to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, how, so how many students are interns right now like as of this right recording? Yeah, okay. Five right now. Five right now. And what do these students do? Like, what does it look like to be a Chapel Kids intern? I wish I could like say it like really simply, but they do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, they help us from the moment they get here in the morning, they're helping set up. They're making sure we've got balloons, classrooms are ready, tech things. They're they're making sure the morning is like set for all of our other leaders to get here. And then um, one thing that we do is we have them all go to church together, which I think is really mm-hmm. special. Uh, they're in the front row at 815. So if you see a bunch of teenagers up there, those are our interns. and mm-hmm. The front row five. The front row five. Oh, that's Whoa, a great name for them. Good. Wow. Band we'll name. have to let them know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm into that. That's this. amazing. The really cool thing that our our pastor, Pastor Brandon, said to us was that like the interns in the 815 service have like changed the atmosphere there and have like made it such like a passionate worship 
uh, environment there in the A15. It's been really cool. The A15 is the least is the service you're least likely to see teenagers at, and mm-hmm. to see five going ham in the front row <laughs> yeah. says, "Oh, like something's going on here." Like mm-hmm. if I'm a guest or I'm an adult who just doesn't understand teen culture or understand the the youth of today, and then I see five teenage like this past week. Uh, Emma or someone else on the like the production team, photography team, took a picture of the front row five, and there was like three rows blank behind them. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I somehow saw that picture while she was going through it, and I went, "Whoa, that's yeah. just a big deal to see teenagers going after it, hungry for it, like wanting it, front row." And then like the next adult churchgoer is like. You can barely see them behind them. I was mm-hmm. like, something about that mm-hmm. is just really powerful. Oh, that's so yeah. good. And you were you were saying, Emily, that um, the interns, you use the interns now to help train new like team members. Yeah. Can you explain that? Yeah. So, I mean, their Sundays look different, and it's kind of like what Jack and I were saying about office time. Like, Sundays just look different, and we plug them into any place that's needed. But one of the places that they have been just, like, excelling in recently has been when we get a new uh, volunteer, whether it's a student or an adult even, um, they come in, they hang out with us, we kind of show them around, and then they get to shadow a leader. And in both pre-K and elementary, our go-to leaders that we're having new people shadow are our interns. And so it's really cool to see, like, okay, there's parents, there's adults, there are people that are maybe three times the age of this intern, and they're learning how to do Sunday morning things, and they're learning how to lead small groups, they're learning how to care for babies in the nursery from our interns who are in, like, 10th and 11th grade. And it's just so cool to see them leading the way. Mm -hmm. And that can be so intimidating for a teenager to be like, hi, thanks so much for helping on the team today to someone who's like as old or older than their parents maybe and then being like, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. Teenagers don't really teach adults how to do anything like on a job, right? Like I'm going to go work at Chick-fil-A, an adult's going to show me how to to do my job as cashier Mm -hmm. or like how to drive. Adults teach teenagers how to drive. It's really cool that you guys have given teenagers the keys Mm -hmm. to be like, you guys get it. Thank you for your energy, your passion, your charisma, your enthusiasm, your leadership. Help show kids, adults, newbies, people who want to serve on this team because you've made it so attractive to them. Now show them how to do it. Teenagers rarely get to teach anyone how to do anything. That is really cool. Yeah. And I think one thing I think about, that was never our intent when we made the internship. It was never going to be like, oh, they're going to train our new leaders or they're going to get up on stage and they're going to lead large group. Um, But that's the cool thing that I've seen working with teenagers is they're capable of so much more than I think what society maybe says that they're capable of. And they can just... They can lead and they can do it, but I think we have to give them that opportunity. And so that's like the internship has been cool because, yeah, they might have started leading small group lessons or they might have, you know, been in the nursery with kids or hanging out with our five-year-olds in the playground room, things like that. Um, But now they're leading adults and showing them kind of the ropes of Chapel Kids. We've got two of our interns that are up on stage on Sunday mornings literally teaching the Bible lesson to a room full of a hundred elementary school students. Like it's crazy. Like adults don't even feel comfortable doing that, but they're up there, they're engaging. They have got, you know, classroom management skills. They're fun. They're creating an experience where kids want to be. And that's all, that's all them. Like, and that's kind of what we're here to do. We're here to create a place where more students can, you know, 
find their giftings and find a place where they can give and serve back. Wow. That's really, (laughs) it's so exciting to think about. It's exciting to think about like how the implications of this in the large scale of things, like this small position of like leadership that like how this will help them be leaders in college or where they go next or in their jobs even now, like as an employee at Chick-fil-A, like how this internship is pouring out and spilling out into there where some random coworker at Chick-fil-A might just be like, man, that, that student is like taking initiative. Like I don't take that kind of, I want to, I got to step it up. Like, but they learned how to do that here, like Mm -hmm. at church. That's, that's bananas, but that's so cool. Um, my next question is, why do you think, so you might have already said this, but why do you think it's important for students to serve? Like, why? Why should they do that? Who cares? Yeah, Emily said it really well, but like, it's really important to remind students that they can make a difference now. Like, they're not the church of tomorrow, they're the church of right here and right now. They don't have to wait till they graduated or till they're married or till they have kids to make a difference and change people's lives. Our interns now are a testament to that. Like Emily said, they're talking to hundreds of elementary kids every week. They don't have to wait to make a difference. And I also think that a lot of times just in our culture and just the way that we live that like there's a lot of like, um, I'm here to get, I'm here to get, I'm here to get, I'm here to get. Um, And having students serve reminds them that like, no, so much joy and so much freedom comes from serving and giving, especially at church. I've been telling students recently to, to shift their focus and their mindset from being a renter to being an owner. Mm, that's good. Because mm-hmm. when you own, because when you rent something, you don't, oh man, I nicked the wall. Or like, oh man, I like, you know, I hung pictures and there's a <laughs> bunch of nail holes. Or like, oh, the sink doesn't work. Well, my landlord better fix it. Well, when you own, or like the lights are out or my gutters are stuffed. Like these are all things that none of you are probably thinking about. But when you're an adult or a college student, you might think this way. But then when you're an, when you're an owner, like when someone breaks something you own, like a toy or a game or a whatever, like you you have ownership over that and it hurts your feelings. In the same way, helping them shift their mentality from like, oh, I just go to church and I just get and get and I just get and receive things and then I leave. But now it's like this is my place. Mm-hmm. Like these mm-hmm. this is my team. The way that it goes matters to me. The success of the day, the success of the morning, the success of this kid or their life matters to me. So I'm going to do whatever I can do to to like impact that and make a dent in it. I think that changes the way that you view things and the mm-hmm. way that you approach life from just like, oh, I'll get what I get out of it mm-hmm. to I'm going to make this the best it can be. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay, so The next two questions, these are the last two questions that we're going to have with Jack, and then Jack's going to step out, and we're going to actually get a chance to hear from one of the current interns uh, right now. So um, before we get to that, though, these next two questions are kind of similar, but they're different. Who should apply? Like, who's the kind of student that should apply? Um, and then the next question is, why should I apply? So like who and why, I feel like they're different and both need to be asked because who you're looking for maybe certain types of students or certain characteristics or traits that they have. And then why though? Like, why should I do that? Okay, great. So I match up with the who, but why should I still give it a shot? 
Yeah, I mean, we're looking this year for students who have finished um, eighth grade at the end of this school year. So we're looking for high schoolers um, who just love being at church, want to learn more um, about what it looks like to um, be in ministry, maybe love hanging out with kids. Um just people who are maybe like, I don't know what to do with myself this summer, or I, I want to give back, I want to do something, but I don't have a way, or I don't have a community of people who are, um, who are you know, close to Jesus. And so we're just looking to create an experience where um, there's a bunch of teenagers that are hanging out, that are having fun, that are growing in their leadership, growing in their faith, but also giving back and serving with kids. So I'd say that's kind of the, the person that we're looking for uh, this summer. And you said it was... So I have to have completed eighth. So I'm yep. a rising ninth grade through senior. Yep, through just graduated um, high school. Great. Okay, final question, guys. Why should I apply? I mean, there are so many reasons that you can apply, um, but I think I think you should apply if you're you know willing to take that next next step and you're willing to uh, just to give back and teach kids about Jesus. If you want to. Um, if you want to grow in your faith, if you want to grow in your community, you want to grow in um, in the way that you serve and give back. I think those are all those are all great reasons to apply. We've seen so much growth in our interns, and it's been really cool to see uh, their reasons for applying last year um, and their reasons for staying are so different. And I think that's been really cool to see. I think people were like, "Oh, this is a cool opportunity. I get to meet some of the staff at church. I get to help in kids." And now we have people who are staying on with us because this is a dream of theirs now is to do what Jack and I do um, every day. And just like <laughs> we have coolest, three three of our thing. interns want to go and they want to be kids directors, which is so cool. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just a space for you to to figure out maybe what you want to do and maybe you think you want to hang out with kids, well, come give it a shot. We'd love to hang out with you. Yeah, if you're confused about your calling or anything like that, the best place to figure that out is in the house of the Lord. So I think that if anything like that's happening, like apply, you know, pray about this, get with the Lord about this, and you know what? Apply. There's no reason not to. Wow. Jack, is there any final... Emily's going to be here in our next segment after the break. Is there any final words or anything that you would say as we wrap up our time with you today? Um, I would just say that, like, guys, it's going to be an incredible summer. We have some surprises in store for those that make it. Um, You're going to get incredible coaching on your leadership from us, from our pastors, from a bunch of people. KJ might make an appearance. I don't know, maybe... Maybe. Maybe. I'll definitely be there somewhere. I'll definitely be there. But yeah, guys, come hang. It's going to be amazing. Guys, Jack, thanks so much again for being here today. I mean, I know you guys again. I'm so glad you guys could make it. I know that you guys are slammed. I know that we're in the, the, we're like climbing the hill right here of the roller coaster and everything's about to drop here. Like once Easter comes, it's just crazy until, uh, it's crazy until Christmas, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, man, I just really appreciate you guys. I honor you both. Thank you for being here. I'm so pumped about this next part. So after the break, we're going to get to hear from Tori Hughes, a high school student, one of the current Chapel Kids interns, and hear about her actual personal experience and ask her a couple questions that you may want to know as a hopeful applicant yourself. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Jack, see you later. Bye. Hey, students. Are you looking to get involved on a team here at the chapel? Do you want to be planted in God's house and make a difference? It's time to put your faith into motion. Chapel Kids is looking for more leaders to serve on Sundays. 
middle school students can serve some of our littlest kids in the pre-K hall, and high schoolers can serve in both pre-K as well as elementary. The Chapel Kids team is looking for students who love Jesus, like to have fun, and want to make church more exciting for kids in our area. When little kids see middle and high school students like you spending time with them, showing them that they matter, and teaching them about Jesus, it has the power to change their lives. Be a part of the story that God is writing. Join the Chapel Kids team today. If you'd like to start serving on this team, you can contact Emily Gates. Her email is emily at chapelrva.com. We can't wait to hear from you. We're back. And just like that, it's magic. Jack is gone. Emily is still here. And we have Tori Hughes in the studio. How are you doing, Tori? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Tori, thanks for joining us today on the Chapel Students Podcast in our fancy studio. Oh, it's so fun. The drum cage is really something else, isn't it? Man, it is amazing (laughs) in here. Glamour station. It's perfect. Uh, Tori, you just left school. You just got out of school? Yeah, I did. How has your week been at school this week? It's been pretty good. You know, I just drove on Hull Street to get here. It's scary times, man. But I'm here. Dude, Hull Street's the the worst. You know that it's actually called Hull Street Road? It's not Hull Street. Are you sure? Yep. Really? It's Hull Street is the name of the street, and no. then it's, yeah. I'm today years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hull Street Road is what it's called. This it's, is new information to me. It's super dumb. Look at any, on either of your ways home, look at the street signs, and it says Hull Street Road, small, the RD is small in the corner. Oh, man, well, I already learned something new today. Wow, okay. Yeah. Did uh, What grade are you in? I'm in 10th grade. What school do you go to? Cosby High School. Come on, Titans. So good. Amazing. You guys have some of the best school colors. Personally, I think it's the sky blue and the white. And what is it, black or gray? It's either or, man. It all goes well together. It's all perfect together. Yes. I love that. Okay, do you have any extracurricular activities that you do like outside of all your in all your free time? Yeah, I'm actually in show choir, and we're actually in the height of our competition season right now, so it's been crazy. Everyone's in show choir. That's Everyone. <laughs> it's so, do, have you guys had, you guys have competitions every weekend, right? We do. Yeah, actually, tomorrow I'm going to be at competition. Come on, do you do you like your show? Oh, I love it. You know, it's so fun, and I just get to spend time with all my friends and just do what I love to do, which is fun. My show choir, I was in show choir in high school. Oh, really? Fun fact, yep. And wow. we toured, like, to Indiana or Chicago or Ohio. Like, are you going on any trips anywhere or no? Yikes. Unfortunately, COVID has put an end to that. But, you know, I think Manchester High School is pretty far enough away from me. I heard of some people, though, going on trips. I know Clover Hill's going somewhere. Well, that's so Clover exciting. Hill's going to Indiana? I don't know. They can take me, though. <laughs> are you in – how many show choirs are you in? I'm just in one this year, but next year I'm hoping to be in both of them, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Are you in the all-girls one? Yes, I am. Rhapsody. Rhapsody. I love that. Come on. Um, okay, and do you have any siblings in your house? Yeah, I have two brothers, and it is absolutely crazy, but I love them, so. Who? Where are you in the order? I am – Okay, yeah, I'm in the middle. That took me a second. <laughs> You're the middle child. Yes, I am. I feel like I'm the most mature, though, if we're being serious. <laughs> uh, we are being so serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have any advice for other middle childs? Children? Children. Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any other middle childs? Any advice for middle childs out there? You just got to roll with the punches, man. Just whatever comes along, just go with roll it. Roll <laughs> with it. Man, I, I don't know what that's like. Uh, I'm one of seven, so oh, I'm, number, I'm number Ooh. six, so... You know, it's a totally different experience. So you're, you're one of the younger ones then. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and did, when you were on Hull Street, so you drive. 
Um, yes. Oof. Not not willingly. Come but, on. Know. When did you get your license? I don't have my license yet. I just have my permit because I still okay. have not gotten the amount of driving hours that I need. Okay. Oh, the Nowhere hours close. are the worst. Do you have any? Do you have all your night hours or no? Absolutely not. <laughs> Dude, night <laughs> hours so are a scary. beast. I get I, it. Mm-hmm. I was never afraid of deer until like a couple months ago because you know what? It's oof. It's scary. It is. It is scary at first, but then as you keep going, it just gets easier. I think. You that should get those deer whistles for the front of your car. Do you know they make those? What is that? Wait. It's like a cone thing that you attach to the hood of your car or the bumper, and it's supposed to be a sound. It, like, as you drive, we don't hear it, but as you speed, like, down the street or, like, through, like, windy roads, it emits, like, a high-pitched noise that's just supposed to deter deer from coming and hitting your car. Oh, yeah. That's not going to look ridiculous at all. They look I'm stupid. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they look real dumb, but I'll, if you want a pair, we can get you some. Thank you so much. I would appreciate it. Yep. Okay, moving on from deer whistles. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't just, know how we got here. You guys are going to wake up and go to your cars. I'm just going to, you're going to be like, what is this? I didn't put this here. Surprise. And it's it's going to be me. I'll put one. Um, You are one of our Chapel Kids interns. Yes, woohoo. Thank you so much for serving in Chapel Kids. That's just like really cool to see teenagers just making a difference and giving back like that. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I love it. Totally. Um. What was it like for you to like apply for that? When so thinking back like last year when you were like, "Okay, I'm going to do this." Like what pushed you to do that? Oh goodness, yeah. So I had been volunteering, I think for about a year or so, when I decided that like the internship came out and I was like, "Oh wow, you know, this could be a really cool thing." Um, that was my experience, but I think too if you just want to jump in, then that's definitely something that can happen and that's definitely something that the other interns did do and they're just fabulous, all mm-hmm. of them. Did you know them well before the internship or did this bring you closer with like like what's your experience with them pre-internship and now in it? Yeah, really, I didn't know any of them at all because I'm I'm a sophomore and most of them are in 11th grade. And so there really wasn't like we weren't in the same small group or anything. But now being the interns, honestly, they're some of my best friends. Like they're just an awesome group of kids. And I'm just very thankful to be a part of it. Wow. Yeah. Emily, you and I have seen that. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you have. We were talking about it when Jack was here. You guys. I nicknamed you the front row five. <laughs> you guys are just like Ooh, front row leaders. You guys are front row leaders. Mm-hmm. Like you guys just set the tone for what it's like and the atmosphere of the room in a lot of ways for that service. It's just really cool. It's yeah. been cool to see y'all's friendship grow. I just remember one day, like, didn't you guys do like a fake homecoming or something and took pictures together? Yes. And oh I remember goodness. I I screenshot it and I sent it to KJ and I was like, oh, I'm so happy for them because <laughs> it's so cool to see people not only like serving kids and like growing in their leadership but also just like finding a community of people that like they know have their back and care about them and so that's been fun yeah absolutely what has been your favorite part of being a chapel kids intern or of the internship in general like what's been the best part Oh, gosh. I think, I mean, there's so many things, but I think one thing that really comes to mind is, especially for me, I'm in the three-year-old room for the 930 service pretty much every Sunday. And, you know, we get new kids when they have their birthday and they come in and they're just very young. Their vocabulary is at a minimum, you know, like, stop. Yes. Give me the toy. Like, just very minimal (laughs) stuff. But I just get to watch them grow and mature as they like, you know, they're so intelligent and funny and compassionate. And I just like to watch them grow and see how their personality just blossoms in the year that they're with me and as they move on. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Stop, go, give me the toy. Man, you know. I've I've helped out in that room before. Would you say the threes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've helped in the threes before, usually because the Apple TV isn't working. Oh, and always. then I stick yeah. around and just like seeing you guys, like 
you guys have command of that room. Like three-year-olds, I just can imagine, slash will know what it's like in three years. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, man, it takes like special leaders to lead in the threes. And it's it's so cool to just see you're just like not afraid or intimidated by it. You're like, yeah, I'm in. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. That's easy. Thanks. You know, they're a great group. Love them. What do you gain out of serving in Chapel Kids? Like, what's in it for you? Like, what do you what have you gained from that? Yeah, I think one thing is there's a Bible verse where it talks about how we store our treasures up in heaven. And I think that's something that really I have talked about in like in my experience when anybody asks me is that, you know, the precedence is like when I walk in, I'm supposed to be the teacher. I'm supposed to be the one teaching the children. But like, quite honestly, I think I learn something every time I walk in. Mm -hmm. Just the children and the way they just teach me new things every day. I think that's really cool. How has the internship changed your life? Yeah, like I talked about earlier, some of the interns have become just some of my best friends and they're just people I know that I can rely on as well as Jack and Emily just being people that like, if I have an issue or there's something I want to celebrate, I know I can come to them and they will support me and love me in every way. And that's been very exciting. How has it changed you as a person? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I think it's been taught me just so much about... As we get older, I think we lose the childlike wonder that comes along with things. Yes. Yeah, but working with toddlers especially is like just the littlest of things excite them and make them happy to be there. Like there's a pirate ship toy in one of the rooms, and that is the <laughs> real deal, let me tell you. And I just think it's cool that I get to be excited about those things again. And I get to, you know, play Duck, Duck, Goose. I get to slide down a slide and do things that aren't necessarily, I guess, cool for a teenager to do. But it's, I think, something that we all should do at some point. Wow. That's so true. It like takes you back to things that you've like grown out of or been like, I'm yeah, too cool right. for this or I'm mature. I don't do this. But then sliding down a slide. When was the last time you just did that? Like last week. <laughs> sure. But like, that's exactly it is, man, you just enter down into their zone, into their level and you just become a kid again to lead a kid again. That's yeah, so good. That's great. Um, how have you, so I'm asking you all these questions, PS, mm -hmm. because I'm just assuming that there are students that are listening to this or parents that are listening to this and want to know like, how will this, will her experience be like my students or a mm -hmm. student saying, well, what, like, will her experience be like mine if I do it? So I'm asking you these questions because I'm thinking that students that are listening to this might be feeling the same way. And I want to know how you feel you've grown as a leader because a student might be like, man, I want to grow as a leader or I want to improve my leadership or go from, you know, we were talking about uh, just kind of being producers and consumers. Like mm -hmm. we just come and we just consume things and we don't do anything with it. And now maybe they're like, hey, I want to actually start doing something. So how have you grown as a leader by being a leader in Chapel Kids? Yeah, I think that's such an important question. And for anyone that knows me, I'm um, very extroverted. I'm very loud, you know, all these things. But I think I've learned that leadership takes on many roles. Leadership can be standing in the front of the classroom because that's what we usually see it as. But leadership is also consoling a child that's upset. It's also wiping snotty noses and, you know, <laughs> just having that servant heart that is just like leadership is not always the things that get recognized, but it's also some things that don't get recognized and are behind the scenes. And I think those often are overlooked, but are some of the most important things mm -hmm. about being a leader. That's so good. We could just stop here. I know. <laughs> we could just stop right now. Those are some of my favorite things about you because I want to take a second and say like how I've seen you grow as a leader because you like you run that room and <laughs> like when you're not there, your presence is missed. And I think it's just really cool to see like when the kids leave that room, they're always like looking over the window like because they can see from their four room into the threes room and they're looking at Miss Tori. And <laughs> I think it's just really cool that you've been a cool influence. You've been 
like the parents even recognize it. Like one week you weren't there, one of the parents was like, "Where's Tori? Is she gone?" And I was like, Aww. "Don't worry, she's just <laughs> she's just you know gone for a weekend. She'll be back, I promise." But it's really cool that you just I've seen you grow in your leadership, your um, ability to just like share the gospel with others just to be a good friend um, and to be like a role model for your peers. And so I think I just want to shout you out because it's been really cool to see you grow and come into your giftings. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. (laughs) Tori, what's been, so we've kind of talked about, oh, before we even say this, I think what you just said is spot on. So much of leadership isn't the glamorous scene, Mm -hmm. spotlight, stage thing. And I think a lot of times people think it is, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to be a leader. I want to, I want to be on stage or I want to be the person who does this announcements or does. And it's like, there's so many other things people like in student ministry, like some days it means mopping this thing up. It means Mm -hmm. using a leaf blower and blowing confetti into a trash can. (laughs) It means staying late and running hoses across a building and filling up a trillion water buckets and filling bags of color powder or vacuuming the floor, hanging TV. Like there's just stuff that you do that no one sees that no one gets and no one will say, Hey, thanks for doing that. Cause they don't know that you even did it. But that's like, that's what being a leader is, is, Mm -hmm. is just doing it because it has to just be done. Mm, Yeah, that's good. No, that is good because that's what that's that's what I'm saying is that's what you're doing yeah. and it's just awesome. Like you, can, it's it's hard to teach that. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's like a thing that you get or you don't, or it takes a long time to understand the why. But you just clearly just get it, and so thanks. Thank you. What's been the hardest part of the Chapel Kids internship? Oh man, y'all. Um, we have to be here at 7 a.m. on Sundays. Boop. And I tell you what, sometimes I that 7 a.m. call time is a, it's a real hard thing to get up for. <laughs> but I think something I recognize during those times is I have to have this mindset of I don't have to get up at 7 a.m. I get to get up at 7 a.m. Mm. And I get to come here and I get to serve the kids. I get to be an influence. Like, I blow up balloons in the morning. I don't have to blow up balloons. I get to blow up balloons. And just having that mindset makes the hardest part of you got to be up early, it makes it so much better. And you just... I don't feel like it's that hard, but yeah. 7 a.m. comes quick. It, it really does. Do you go to bed really early, or do you catch yourself going to bed late and be, and paying for it on Sunday? If my mom is listening to this, I definitely go to bed early. Okay. However. That's amazing. But if you mom's know? not listening, you go to bed late. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Hey, what have what did you learn? And you might have already maybe answered this a little bit, but what have you learned about ministry that you didn't know before being a Chapel Kids intern? Or like what surprised you that you were like, okay, I get how this is going to be church. And then when you're actually in it, you're like, this is nothing like what I thought it would be. Right. Yeah. Kind of circling back to what you said about how like things just have to get done. You know, when we show up for Chapel Kids events, especially like youth group and those things, the photo booth is just set up, you know, the things outside the Gaga Ball Fate, it's just set up. And, you know, sometimes, especially before the internship, I didn't really think, man, there's people that are really doing that stuff. And there's people that are here, like, especially for VBS this summer, they had me up on a ladder, hanging vines from the wall, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like the work was uh, put in. Yeah. And that was a surprise, but it was also a really good surprise to see because I'm very appreciative and I have a newfound, like, thankfulness for the people that do those things. Mm. Yeah. That is that is crazy. It is interesting when that click happens in your head when you start to show up to things and you're like, someone put this here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. this was intentionally done 
is what for me to enjoy or experience or have a distraction free or confusing or non confusing time here. Like these balloons, wow, someone did this. Like they don't just show up. Like right,、yeah. I think that is something that a lot of people don't really realize,、mm-hmm. or students especially. And even kids, because kids just show like kids aren't thinking that way. Kids、okay. just show up. So the crayons are just there, man. A kid isn't <laughs> gonna. <laughs> a kid isn't necessarily gonna say thanks for blowing up those balloons for me, Tori. But you're still doing it for them, not for the thank you, just because it just has to be done. Yeah. And it makes their experience better if a kid's scared, but they see a balloon, changes、uh, their whole changes game. Changes the game. Which then changes the game. For the parent,、mm-hmm. which then changes the game for their whole church experience,、yeah. and then they continue to come and feel comfortable and safe and welcomed and thought of, and it started with you wake going to bed early. <laughs> it started well, with you、yeah. <laughs> waking up early and getting here and just learning how to use a helium tank.、Yeah. Oh, so fun! But that's why you have to know why you're doing it. Yeah, because、right. you're not going to get the thank you for hey those balloons look great, or you're not going to get a thank you for you know helping a kid go to the bathroom or blowing a nose or、oh, seeing <laughs> the craft that you help them spend so much time on just end up in the trash after service, like things <laughs> like that. You just you got to know why you're doing it. Absolutely, yeah. Tori, how have you seen God show up and? How do you see God moving in Chapel Kids right now? Yeah, I think there's a Bible verse, and it talks about how, like, if God cares so much about the wildflowers, how much more does He care for you? And I think I've seen that so much in the children and in their lives. It's just like how much the Lord really does care. I think we've just been expanding so much, and I think one of the biggest problems we have is such a good problem, and there's so many kids. That's <laughs> the biggest issue. Is there's so many, but you know, I think that is so good, and God is really just moving through the lives of like Pastor Brandon always talks about. The next generation, and for him that might be me, but for me the next generation is the kids I'm working with right now.、Mm. So getting to watch God move through them has just been amazing. I know I kind of asked you this question earlier, but if a student is like, I don't have many friends, or I'm looking for new friends, or I need to get out of the friend the friend group I have because it's not healthy for me or a positive influence on me, and the way you're talking about some of these people. Is making me feel like I want relationships like that. This question is about that.、Mm-hmm. It's in what ways have you grown closer to the other interns you serve with? So, like practical ways, or if someone, or if you don't even want to answer that because like I already did, if someone's looking for new friends, like w- what can they hope to expect from like meeting other interns like you? Or like what if I don't? I'm not going to know anyone else that that gets it. Would you say who cares? Like you、yeah. get to know them. Like what would you say to any of that? Absolutely. So in the mornings we all have like a little team huddle, and I think we all just get to pray and just really recenter ourselves and see like, hey, this is what we're here for, you know. And furthermore, like we sit in the eight fifteen service together, and it has been so cool getting to worship with my friends. Like that is so good, and it's never been about like. Well, I don't know you, or you're in a different grade than me, or hey, you're a dude, or you're a girl, you whatever. Hey, you're a dude. <laughs> hey, just so you know, man. <laughs> But like, it's just been about you know, <sighs> come as you are. We are just such a open friend group that、mm-hmm. anyone can come in and join and just feel welcome and accepted and loved. Yeah, I think you guys did that really well from the beginning and. We have a group message, and Jack and I are in it. But I think my favorite thing is you guys like share wins and you share prayer requests, and we're not the first ones to initiate those things. Like that's a place that you guys have created for yourself, and you know you have that that corner and group to rely on. Yeah, so good. I'll say even a few weeks ago that、um, Emily and Jack were gone, and they put me in charge <laughs> of just keeping an eye on you guys. Yeah, how was and, that? Oh, it was perfect, <laughs> but. 
they're like, hey, the interns are going to be here. They're here by 7 o'clock. And I was like, great. And then I come to just check on you guys. And in a moment that you could have been like, we're so busy or scattered or we have stuff to do and we can't do. I came into the uh, Chapel Kids room and you guys were in your, you were in that huddle and you were in the middle of prayer. I walked in and just stood there while you guys were already praying. I didn't start that. They didn't start that that day. In fact, you could have skipped it because I wasn't even here when you started it. And you could have just been like, guys, we got a lot to do. Let's not mess this up or let's make sure all the screens and TVs and stuff is working and all the chairs are in a row. And and you guys still made prayer a priority and said, we're friends. We're going to have our huddle. We're going to, like you said, refocus, recenter ourselves and like repri- make sure our like morning is off on the right foot. That's really cool. That's what it's about, man. Thanks. And I think that a student who might be like, am I going to make any friends or am I going to like grow closer to other, other, these other people or, you know, they go to different schools than me or they might have other hobbies than me. You guys have still found this chapel kids as like a commonality of, Hey, we're teenagers. We're students that attend this church and we love these kids. And that has like bonded you. I think that's really neat. Thank you. It's really cool to see how the Lord has like orchestrated that and brought you all closer together. All right, this question isn't supposed to put you on the spot uh, because I know Emily is here, but she is. But um, I know Jack is gone. But what if someone is like looking to apply and they're like, I don't know Emily or I don't know Jack. Like I don't have a relationship with them or like I don't know them at all. So I don't know what it's like to like be under their leadership or I'm nervous to be what it's like under them. What is it like being led by Emily and Jack? I think I just keep coming back to Emily and Jack are just the perfect example of leading by example. There is nothing that they have ever asked me to do that they themselves have not done. And I think both of them really are the definition of just having a servant's heart. Like, if something needs to be done, Emily and Jack are on it. They will do it, and they just do it with such a thankful heart. And I am just so grateful to be under their leadership and to get to learn from them, but also to be their friend. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but they're pretty cool people. I know that. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I know they're cool. Do you know you're cool? Yeah, I guess I know. Just cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Emily knows she's cool. The verdict is still out on Jack. We'll never know if he thinks he's cool. Um, all right, two more questions for you, uh, Tori. What is this one's just random? What is the funniest thing? Working with kids is just a mixed bag. Ooh. No two Sundays are the same. Never. No two services are the same. And you help serve in maybe anywhere between one and four services on a Sunday. What is the funniest thing you've heard a kid say or your favorite Chapel Kids memory? Oh, man. I think there's two that really stick out. Um, there's this one kid, and I've had him since the day he turned three, and then he's about to turn four, which is really exciting for him, but sad for me because, you know, he's moving on. But... There was this one time when I was drawing with him and I just made a little dinosaur drawing and I was just joking around. I was like, hey, man, like, what do you think of my drawing? Do you think it's good? And he just looks at me and he's like, no, I don't think it's good. (laughs) And just the brutal honesty was so funny. I loved it. And then there was one more. There was this little girl and I hadn't been in the nursery in a while. And the volunteers came in and they told me they were like, just so you know, she likes to sit in the play car and she likes to drive places. So sure enough, she walks in, she starts, you know, sitting in the car, she's going to drive places. And I walked over after a few minutes and I was like, hey, like, you know, where are you driving? And I'm expecting the park. We're going to go see Elsa, like all these different things. Sure. And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm just driving to Target to get some carrots. Oh, like, that's probably what? just like a random memory she pulled from her head of like being in the car and just like 
sitting there and mom's like, we're going to, t- where are we going? We're going to Target to get carrots. Mom needs to run a few errands and just log that away as like, this is something I do now. Like, I don't it's know. It's an everyday occurrence, apparently. This wow. Is, it's a running joke that ever since she said it, we got everyone to ask and her answer never changes. She's always going to Target and never always waivers. going to get carrots. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I kind of love that. You uh, never know what they're going to say. And no. I think that's what makes it, that's what makes it fun. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what they're going to say, but you have fun. Tori, what would you say to someone who's on the fence about applying? Yeah, I mean, really, I understand, but at the same time, there's no need to be. You know, just come, have fun, enjoy yourself, learn and grow. But really, we're just happy to have you. Like, we're happy for everyone that applies, and we really want to see you apply and see you succeed, and everyone will help you get to where you need to be. Is there anything else that you'd like to share or add to any of that, to anyone who's listening, parents, kids, students, anyone? Apply for the internship, please. It'll be great. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Emily, how does someone apply for the internship? Where do they go to find the application? Yeah, so the application's online, and you can get that link in um, my Instagram bio and KJ's or in the Treppel students' um, Instagram bio. It will be there, or you can shoot me an email at emily at com, and we'll get you squared away. Wow. Emily, is there anything else that you'd like anyone to know or maybe what something you would offer to someone who's on the fence about applying and working under your leadership and being on your team? Like, what would you tell someone? I'd say, I mean, really come as you are, if, especially if you have no experience with kids. Like, we want to be able to give you that experience. I think this is a place where um, we want you to be able to learn about your giftings. We want you to be able to grow in your leadership. Um, and really, we just like to have a lot of fun. So we'd love to have you. If you have questions, come find us. There's no silly questions. Um, We'd love to uh, just get you to be a part of this team because I I truly mean this when I say this, but like this internship is one of my favorite things about my job is that I get Mm. to lead students, get to lead the next generation and it's leading the next generation. And so it's just really cool to see that our kids are, our kids are good in good hands and, um, our students can do more than I think society tells them that they can and that they might believe in themselves. So we have a blast. So we'd love to have you. Amazing. Guys, Tori, Emily, and Jack, if you're listening, thank you guys so much for spending time with me today on the Chapel Students Podcast. This upcoming summer is going to be so wild, you guys. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the stories of what God does in and through your team. Uh, thank you guys so much literally, for all of your hard work. You guys, it's just, again, sometimes people see it, sometimes people don't, but I see so much of what you do. I'm here at seven in the morning. I see you guys, all you interns running around here, making like making everything happen. Your help makes this the best place. And I mean it, the best place for kids and students. Uh, and the Chapel Students team is a huge fan of you guys. So I'm really proud of you and the other student interns. If you guys are listening, you guys are like literally my heroes and are just such an inspiration. Um, So thank you guys for being here, and thank you for listening. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. Share it, please. Tell other people about it. And follow us on Instagram, at chapelstudents.midlow, or if you're downtown, at chapelstudents.sa. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.